In June of 2010, research professor Brene Brown gave her TED Talk titled The Power of Vulnerability. 53 million views and several books later, she has carved out a pretty cool niche within the personal and professional development arena. Before her TED Talk, there wasn't a lot of conversation about vulnerability and its value in our human experience. And there certainly wasn't much discussion about how vulnerability fit in the workplace, how it might impact team connection, leadership, and our customers. So for today's conversation, let's consider at least one perspective of how to recognize, embrace, and leverage vulnerability in the workplace. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. So what is being vulnerable? Well, it's an emotion. Brene Brown describes it like this. Vulnerability is uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. It's that unstable feeling we get when we step out of our comfort zone or do something that forces us to loosen control. So to put it plainly, to feel vulnerable is scary and risky. We don't like it. We'd prefer to deny it, run from it, or medicate it. A lot of Brene Brown's work is about recognizing and embracing the power of vulnerability within ourselves. We also can recognize and leverage vulnerability in others as a way to strengthen relationships and build loyalty at work, particularly with customer interactions. Here's what I mean. So a number of years ago, the textile industry was suffering as manufacturing was leaving the U.S. It was a difficult time to be in that field. We were working with a a sales team of a local manufacturer of polyester fabric, polyester yarn. And they provided these huge spools of polyester fiber to companies who would then turn it into apparel or some form of fabrics. Because of the state of the textile industry, most of their larger customers had significantly reduced their orders. Sales were down. In this meeting, it was about finding new business to replace what they were losing. And the sales manager, he turned to one of his reps and asked how a meeting had gone with a potential small buyer. At this point, they were looking for any type of of new business or any type of revenue. The sales rep said, the meeting didn't go too well. She said, when I sat down with the buyer, they reminded me of years gone by when they had tried to purchase fiber from us. And we told them that they were too small to place an order with us, that we did business only with large volume customers. They said that because we weren't willing to help them or be their partner when they needed us, that they vowed to never do business with us. 
and they were going to keep that vow. Wow. Think about that scenario. This small entity was vulnerable years ago. In other words, they needed to place an order. They needed supplies to manufacture their goods to sell to customers. And they needed to buy, ideally, from this large manufacturer of polyester. They got pushed aside. They, they weren't given attention. They were rejected. And that was years ago. And they had never forgot it. That tells us that vulnerability has a long-term memory, right? How others treat us when we're vulnerable, when we're at risk, has a powerful impact on how we think and feel about them. Another scenario was years ago, I was buying a, a new used car and um, was working with a dealer and a salesperson who I had worked with before, picked out this, uh, this one option and took it for a test drive really locally around the, the business. So, so just some back roads and it felt good. It looked good. The price was right. And I bought it. Over the next few days, when I took it out on the highway, I noticed that as I decelerated right from highway speeds, the front end was shaking and vibrating. I was like, this is not natural. This, this is not supposed to happen. So I, I called my salesperson and said, here's the scenario. When I'm driving at highway speeds and apply the brakes, there's a shimmy and a shake in the front uh, of the car. Now, at that, I was at the point of vulnerability. In this scenario, I am the person who's vulnerable. I'm the person who has uncertainty and risk because I've already paid for this car. Any leverage I might have had to negotiate the repairs was long gone. So I was not feeling very confident. I was feeling actually very anxious at this time. Like how much more is this going to cost me to get this, the, this remedy? So my salesperson said, bring it in, drop it by, and we'll take a look at it. So I did that. And some hours passed and I got a call from him. He said, Rich, we, we figured it out. It's actually the tires. We've replaced all four of them for you. And in that moment, that millisecond, I got my vulnerability or my anxiety, my uncertainty and risk heightened. I was prepared to hear what the cost of that was going to be. In other words, we repaired it. We got it fixed. We got four new tires. It's going to be blank dollars. And so I asked okay, what's this going to cost me? And when he said, nothing, we're taking care of it. Everything turned for me. I mean, I went from being vulnerable to being grateful, to be appreciative. And when we compare that to the earlier incident of how my salesperson took care of me when I was vulnerable, right? When I was at risk, when I was in a position of uncertainty and he initiated a solution for me that wasn't going to cost me anything. My behavior to him, unlike the earlier scenario where this customer vowed to never do business again, I actually did repeat business with this salesperson. And I sent referrals to him because I trusted him because he had built trust with me at the point of vulnerability. And that is memorable and impactful. So both of these experiences demonstrate a core human condition. We remember how we're treated, particularly 
when we feel vulnerable. In business, we never know when the roles might change. We can't foresee when we might be in a place of vulnerability and need the help of others. When what might seem like an insignificant customer becomes the customer we need now. We never know when that coworker or that direct report might someday become our boss. And when it comes to leadership or customer experience, it's smart business to pay attention to who might be feeling vulnerable, to have the awareness and the sensitivity to to key in on who could be feeling at risk right now. And when we treat those people or those customers with thoughtfulness and kindness, this will return a harvest to us someday. Humans have a long-term memory when it comes to how we're treated when we're not in a place of power or superiority. So here's the bottom line, recognizing and appropriately responding to vulnerability, it is good for people and it's good for business. If you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement, visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog. That's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog or text revive. R-E-V-I-V-E to 33777. And consider subscribing to Revive Your Work in your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next time as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal 